Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Thank you once again for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting live from the Radio Harambe studios. And joining me somewhere in the world, that's right, folks, not in studio for the first time in ages. And I got so much space. It's so nice in here. You know, no garbage on the floor and all the things he does when no he's around. St- staring daggers at you. No, something ridiculous. Right. No staring daggers. I can say whatever I want today. It's Safari. <laughs> Mike, Mike, where are you today? Dave, I am in the Bale Mountains National Park. Bale as in posting bail? As in uh, <laughs> B-A-L-E, like Christian Bale. Oh. Oh, God. Bale Mountain National Park. Jeez, that, I mean, that doesn't sound American. Um, I mean, it does sound American. Doesn't? Who else would have mountains that would... Give you a hint, it's not America. So that's not North America either. My first thought was Canada, but I'll say um, South Africa. David, actually, that's not a terrible guess. Ethiopia. Oh, uh, Mike, that's I am in a, central pretty Ethiopia. far away. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got the continent right. <laughs> but I think not even the right hemisphere. <laughs> No, sorry. Oh, good, good. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> we are here studying the Mountain Nyala. Many of you probably know the Nyala from um, there. You'll see them sometimes at um, the Kilimanjaro safaris. But this is a different species. It's kind of darker in color, and they are quite threatened because they are only found here in the mountains of Ethiopia. There's only about 2,500 left in the world, mostly because of the shrinking habitat from around the Bale Mountains. Cool. So it, it, it must be nice in the mountains. It's not bad. It's, as you know, it's summertime here, so it's, but still up in the mountains. And you're a big it's fan a little, of Ethiopian. Cool. You're a big fan of Ethiopian food. But yes. Well, they call it food here, but yes. <laughs> well, of course they call it food there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so what we wanted to do today is Mike uh, recently came back from a, an extended trip to Walt Disney World. Um, solo trip. Solo trip, his first solo trip. So Mike, for some reason, thinks you all want to hear all about that. Uh, <laughs> so we are going to allow him the opportunity to discuss that. But of course, as with anything we do, uh, there are rules attached and uh, we are going to have to give Mike a certain criteria by which he can discuss it by by that i mean what i don't want to hear is what he did on this day or that day and i don't think you do either 
Uh, but what we would like to hear is some of the important things. And what we've always done in those trips is the good, the bad, the ugly, and the new. What good things did you see this trip? What bad things did you see? Um, mm-hmm. What really bad things did you see? And was there anything new and fun? Now, just so we could, uh, so so I could add myself into this, um, I also just recently returned from a trip. Now, I was not solo. I was there by my by just me and my two year old. <laughs> so I had a very different touring plan, as you'll see from how Mike uh, went, which pretty much involves drinking and eating. Um, and I, uh, I'm, I plan on actually going back very soon as well, uh, as we have an actual vacation with the whole family coming up soon. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of. Mike's going to talk about this stuff. A lot of the stuff he's going to talk about is new to him, is not new to me because I've been there since he, you know, once before since Mike was last there. I've been there, um, so a lot of the stuff isn't new to me. It was new to me last time I was there, but um, there is some new stuff, and I am going to kind of throw in some things as we go along. But we will let Mike start his little trip report with the good things he found. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, Dave, you are a hundred percent accurate in your um, description of my trip. It was, you know, very different from many other trips. First of all, I hardly spent any time at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Maybe an hour in a total. I was there for six days. I was there for maybe an hour. Um, I was at the Magic Kingdom very little as well. Um, my trip really consisted of Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Disney Springs. That was pretty much my trip i would say 90 percent of my time was spent at one of those three places so um you are accurate and and i liked it like that um you know i mean we could get to the magic kingdom if you want to start i'll get to that at the sort of ugly ish yeah again the rules are but we go the good the bad the ugly and the new we want to know the good (laughs) and give us one good thing that you came across that you want to make sure that you don't let us, you know, that you want to let all the listeners know about. Well, is, first of all, Dave, give us the one. first time in my life, as I'm getting up there in years, I did that's four sure. parks in one day. Well, that's um, ridiculous, which, but okay. Why, why, why do you say it's ridiculous? Because I will go to a park and I spend money to go to a park. I don't want to spend half that time driving around from park to park. But, hey, listen, be, <laughs> be that as it may... <laughs> If you find these things fun, all power to you. So tell us all about it. Well, we just we determined, uh, my friend Cassie and I determined that we were going to do three attractions, one food, and one drink at each of the four parks and see if we could do four parks in one day. And I had a hell of a time. I thought it was great. Really? Um, yes. Um, you know, we did Everest. We rope drop Animal Kingdom and did Everest and uh, Dinosaur, as well as both trails. And we ate at the Nomad Lounge, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, Then we went to Hollywood Studios, where we determined our three attractions were going to be, because there are so many attractions at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Our three attractions there were, um, we watched the terrible, terrible Stormtrooper Parade. We did Jedi Training Academy. We watched that. And then we took a picture by the Muppets Balloon, which is now gone. So those were the three attractions that I did. At Disney's Hollywood Studios, um, and then we went to Epcot, and we did the you know three attractions there and Magic Kingdom. But I had a heck of a time; it was a lot of fun. And you, I, I assume, had a car. You didn't do this via Disney transportation. 
<clears throat> no, Dave, I did not have a car, but I also did not do the Disney transportation. So uh, what we did was, um, for the first time in, uh, also in my life, I discovered the wonders of Uber. And, and we Ubered back and forth to the parks, which, was, which worked out really great for the most part. Um, there was one incident where we were trying to get from... I forget what, but we were trying to get to the Magic Kingdom from somewhere, like Disney Springs or something. And the driver was taking us all over. It was like a 50-minute drive. It was ridiculous. But other than that... Again, 50 minutes you paid for to be in the parks. <clears throat> uh, true, but that was not the four parks in one day, so you don't have to... <laughs> so. Oh, I see. <laughs> it was a different day completely. Uh, we used Uber. Uber's cheap down there. It's like 6 or $7 a trip. It's really um, a great way to get around, especially if you want to avoid um, the Disney buses and you don't mind spending, you know, five to seven dollars a trip because they really they get there quick. They get you where you want to go. The only problem is with, and I guess we could put this in the good was the good as well. The only problem with it is it drops you off at the TTC at the Magic Kingdom. So if you're going to do it, tell them to take you to the Contemporary. And walk over. That's the way to go. Right. But I, I have you ever done Uber at Disney, Dave? No, no, no. Okay. Um, like I said, it's you know very convenient, and I like it a lot, and I plan on doing it a lot more. So that's that's another good. Should I go keep on going with my yeah. bids? You generally, I, you generally can't Uber with a two-year-old. That's Why? how that works. Oh, because there's no car seat. No car seat. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, Dave, I spent another meal at the boathouse. Uh, I think you've eaten at the boathouse, right? Uh, no, I have not. In fact, I've really? I've only ever stepped into the the um, the uh, uh, what, am I, what am I trying to say the the gift shop, the boathouse. Never, I never eaten there. Never drank there. Oh well, Dave, you have to eat and drink there a plenty. I, I spent um, I had dinner there last trip. I had another dinner here this trip. Um, I sat at the bar with Scott Campbell, our friend. And uh, I had the, the terrific burger. I also had a lot of drinks outside at the, the dockside um, bar, which is phenomenal. Um, I had, I think it was called the Lake Effect or something like that. It really knocked me out. But I love the boathouse. I love inside. I love the food. I love the bar. I love the bar on the deck. It is now in my top five restaurants. You Disney were there World. for lunch? Uh, no, dinner. Dinner, bo- bo- uh, I had dinner there. Okay. Uh, and again, I also drank at the bar outside, which I can't I can't say enough good things about the bar outside. I think it's terrific. Yeah, it's a neat um, bar. It's a neat bar. Yeah, and I think you should definitely go over there, Dave, and spend some time there. Also spend some time at Jack Lindsay's at Disney Springs, which I found was pretty good. It was a it was a nice space. I love but it. I prefer, I prefer the boathouse. I love Jack Lindsay's. You love, did why? I just loved it. I just I I like their um they have an outdoor bar, and then they have a boat right off it that has just sort of like uh, lounge seating. Okay. Um, that was a really neat little spot there. Uh, if you go in the afternoon, there's really nobody there. They have um, you know, a nice beer selection. They had a nice uh, little appetizer selection. Um, you know, They are a bar. They're not a restaurant, so you don't have a giant menu filled of uh, you know with lots of things. It's just apps, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are they're also Disney, so they have you have your normal Disney you know cocktail um, offerings that you get in any Disney restaurant. But then, of course, right. you have 
the other ones that they do special there. They do some great ones there. Um, the atmosphere in it is top notch, very, um, very Disney themed. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think it's off the wall that they picked Jock Lindsay to theme the thing on. I mean, I, I, I just love that. I mean, I, I, I thought it was it's a great bar. It's it's if I have not been in the boathouse yet, um, right. but Jock Lindsay's definitely shoots itself up into the top. You know, I, I am not I, I'm not a person who thinks that Disney has very many good bars, um, despite the fact that there's this whole culture of drinking in Disney. I, I don't I think it is. There's just not that many good bars, but it's not their fault because it's not a place that's made for bars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most of the most of the uh, most of the bars you find are in hotels and resorts. And that's not really, a, a, uh, you know, a, a type of place where you're going to have good. Uh, good pubs and good bars and things like that, but this is a good one. It has a good indoor bar, a nice, uh, a nice big long indoor, um, you know, away from the heat and away from the from the sun and all that kind of bar. Plus, it right. has the outdoor options, and it is just a bar, so you don't have the. Um, you know, you have more of a an older clientele there because it is just a bar and it has some neat neat things in there. So I, I do highly highly recommend Jock Lindsay's. In fact, <laughs> did you eat there or no? Uh, we did. We had a couple appetizers there. And what, were, what did you have? Though? Uh, yeah, if you don't remember that, okay. Corinne had some sort of uh, wife had some sort of fries. I want to say she had some sort of like. Uh, pretzel bites maybe or something something very simple like that i mean it was you know it's just apps um Mm -hmm. but they were good they were fine but again it's not you're not there for the food you're there for the the atmosphere and the drinking true and and i think as you mentioned i think disney um has really stepped up their game in terms of bars in the last year or two you have jack Lindsay's, i you know i like i said the boathouse bar especially the one outside is fantastic and next on my list, which I'm going to get to, is Nomad Lounge. Right. Which uh, we've talked about, obviously, in the past. But um, I ate here for the first time. Um, you know, we had uh, oh, veggie rolls. We had uh, the cheese plate. We sat on the deck, which, you know, overlooked um, what will be Avatar Land. Um, and it was just a great great setup uh the way they have the nomad lounge i mean it might get a little ruined once avatar opens up and there's yeah, a lot I more foot traffic and maybe a lot more lights and whatever but i still think it's going to be a fantastic place to uh have a drink and have a bite because i really like the food um the bread service there is not sanaz but it's okay but some of the other things that i had like i said this the spring rolls and the the cheese plate phenomenal and the drink menu that they have there is very different from uh, other bars. Yes, it is. Uh, so, you know, you have unique we, stuff there. I thought yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, we've discussed this place in, in, in length sure. quite a few times. We've even done a podcast on, on uh, you know, that where I opined overly about this mm-hmm. and gushed about it. Um, it is, uh, yeah, terrific. Great music in the place. Mm-hmm. Um, great theming. It, it, it's, 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 it's fantastic. That, so that's in the good, not in the new yeah, I moved up to the gut. Okay, so, so what I, else? I mean, I've been to the Nomad Lounge before, this, but this was the first time I ate there. Did you and, do any? Uh, did you do anything good, Mike, that doesn't involve drinking? Uh, sure. What you got? <laughs> Dave, I have to tell you, I sat there several nights, at least two different nights, to watch uh, the Tree of Life Awakenings. Oh, and yeah. This is, this is my favorite nighttime event in Disney I, World. I agree. I mean, I think it's even passing illuminations now. 
um, you know, as we get close to Illuminations maybe being redone at some point. Well, you've just but, seen Illuminations so many times after a while, right. you know. Right. Um, but the Tree of Life Awakenings is so fantastic. I mean, you can sit there for an hour and see new things constantly. I mean, every once in a while, you know, little animals move on the tree from the, the carvings right. and stuff thanks to the projection system. They have, like, a couple of different, like, show shows. Uh, sure. So you could sit there and see, you know, scroll through a couple of them and still be still be blown away, and it's just fantastic. I mean, there's no seating, so sometimes it's a little hard to just stand there for an hour. But... Yeah, but it's the kind of thing where you can come and go into it. Yes. You, don't, you know, you and don't, it's, it's not. Fantastic. Yeah, it's not a show where you have to do uh, certain things, and, it's, you know, you have to be there for the start of it, and yada, yada, yada. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's, you could, it's, it's really good. And we've, again, another thing that we've talked about in the past, um, I am I am a huge fan. I agree with you entirely on this one. This is this is this is something that I think is a must see um, for anybody going to the parks. Really, it's 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 really cool. And then it kind of continues, sort of in a light version, I guess you would call it, right? <laughs> for the re- right for the rest of the day, and it's it's just really cool. It's a really really neat spot. Um, Dave, I hate to talk about drinking again. Oh but wow. The- Brown Derby Lounge. What a shock. For the first time. It's been open for a couple of years, but I went there for the first time. Right. So this is kind of new, kind of good. Okay. I really like it. It's like, I mean, I know it's Disney's Hollywood Studios and, you know, you're looking for things to do. And one of the oh, better things to yeah. do nowadays is maybe sit down and have a drink at the Brown Derby Lounge, which is outside, right outside the restaurant. It's a nice little spot. I liked it. Um, you know, we had, we had some nice drinks there. So, I mean, I would I would definitely go there again. And again, it's another... Bar. This seems to be a running theme with my good. Another good bar that was recently opened at Disney World. But does it? It doesn't have a bar. It actually. uh, It doesn't have a bar you sit at. Then it's not a bar. I'm sorry. I I, got to call foul on this one. Well, what do you call a lounge then? Which is probably what it's called, right? Yeah, so it's just However, like a, you, you a drinking space. To the you know? quote unquote bar. You can walk up to the bar. If There's I remember correctly, it is, yeah, it's just, it's like one you'd get at a wedding. <laughs> kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit more involved than just that. But yes, uh, it is kind of like a wedding bar because you could get to go and like walk somewhere if you wanted to. Right. Um, you know, they, they do offer that option. And then there are seats. So, um, and they also offer. Small bites, like a lot of these bars recently I've offered, although I did not partake in any of that. Right. But um, but anyway, so that's that's another good. Yeah, I mean, as as we as we've said, Mike and I have talked uh, ad nauseum about how uh, much work needs to be done over there. A decent drinking space would go a long way to helping. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But it's Oof. it's it's a difficult. Um, you know, it's a, it's they, they they don't have any good bars there, you know. So it would be nice what, to see Hollywood one. Studios, right? Well, I mean, they have the Tune In Lounge. Do you like the Tune In Lounge? No. That's not terrible. Nah, it's not a good bar. Well, they have good uh, peanut butter and jelly shakes. You can get those there. That's a, that's always good. Well, have you ever had the peanut butter and jelly shake? Dave? Mike, I don't want to go and have a peanut butter and jelly shake <laughs> when I go to a bar. <laughs> But it's good though. I mean, uh, am I making my point on that? I mean, uh, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly shake. He gives me. Have you ever had the peanut butter and jelly shake at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Um, I'm not a peanut butter person. Don't like peanut butter. All right, All right but uh, but it wouldn't uh, uh, serving a shake 
is not going to be something that's going to make me uh, think that the that the bar is good. Okay. <laughs> it's going to make me think that it has shakes. Okay. <laughs> um, I have, I guess, one more good. Okay. And this kind of also falls under new, but I'm going to talk about it here. And that is Dinosaur. I went on uh, Dinosaur a couple of times. It, obviously, we talked about this in the past. It was recently redone. Um, you know, refurbed, I should say. <clears throat> and it is definitely better. Um, uh, I would recommend going on it. They've added some effects, some, a lot of lighting effects. So in the dark parts where before it would just sort of be dark and you wouldn't really see anything, they have sort of like <clears throat> meteorite type of things falling. They have uh, screens of these di- little dinosaurs running across from you. It's it's a it's a movie screen, but it's done. It's, it's only a small little bit, but it's done in a nice way. And the sound is just infinitely better. It sounds a lot better. It sounds a lot crisper. It sounds like the dinosaurs chasing after you again a little bit. So definitely, uh, they they've taken it up a notch and it's an improved dinosaur with this re- recent refurb. That's good news. That's for sure. Yeah, That's definitely. I know you probably didn't get a chance to write it because no. you were with a two-year-old, right? And and no one to swap with, exactly. But but if you go down there, when you go down there in a whatever it is, um, and if you can, give it a shot because it's really good. I will. Now, have you? Do you have any goods that you want to talk about, Dave? Before we move on to bads. Um. Well, g- goods. I would say nothing new, nothing that I no, nothing that I uh, hadn't already um, gushed about, really. Mm-hmm. Other than the Jock Lindsay's, which was the fir- the first time I had been there, um, that that right. was kind of you know that was a uh, that 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 lands in both new and good, I would think in my in my experience um, because it is still new to me. Uh, no, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say anything. Kind of kind of went. We, we did a very basic type of thing, like, I mean, what's true, good, you know, but, uh, and it, it's it, nothing new that I haven't that we haven't talked about. What 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 you know the the band, the Burdika, the Acrobats. I mean, we, we love sure. all that. I mean, it's that's. But again, I've discussed that before. So, well, one of the things though I noticed on um, you know some of the posts you had was uh, your son really enjoyed character meet and greets. He did. And he and he does and he uh, of any kind he he is a sucker for the characters for sure, okay. no doubt about that. <laughs> and I noticed, and I, I'd like to address this briefly right uh-huh. now, if you don't mind. Sure. I noticed that he has a new stuffed toy. Yes. And why don't you tell the listeners? Well, I was going to put this in the new. Oh, all right. Um, Save it for new. Yes. All right. Because it certainly doesn't constitute as good by any means. Only well, new. Not for you. Um, let's. Should we go to the bad then? Sure. Night Safari, Dave. I mean, I know I talked about this glowingly um, last time I was there, um, and I had two good trips. But I had um, I did the Night Safari this time around, and it wasn't nearly as good. Um, I think we've discussed in the past. Like I had some friends, like uh, Keith and Jamie from Disney Hipsters, who who said that um, you know they had a poor. Uh, uh, Night Safari. They didn't see too many animals, and and I think it, it holds true that it's, this is really a hit and miss. Yes, you can either have a really good one and you see like things in the dark and hear the lions roar and et cetera, et cetera, or it's a dud. And unfortunately, right. this time around, I had a dud. So 
I don't know what to tell people other than it's a possibility that you could get on the safari and it just won't be as good. I mean, I know there are daytime safaris, but... Here's what I would say about the nighttime safari. Um, in my experience being there and going to the nighttime safari, right. um, it, it has, because we went on it, we did it once this time as well. I did twice this time as well. Um, you are not going to get the variety of animal that you get in the daytime safari. But chances are you're going to get, um, if you've never been on the nighttime safari, the chances are you are going to get a view of the lions that you've never had before. And, okay. and that's what we've always got. And and that's what makes it good, is that the lions are, you know, terrific. I didn't really get that, to be honest. Yeah, we uh, did. The lions were kind of quiet and just sitting there just like they always are. No, we saw, we had uh, um, we had the male lion roaring up and talking. So that's pretty cool. You know, so, and you're not going to get that on the regular safari. So that's why I, at least generally not. Right. And the second time we went... Um, you know, all three of them, the, the the female, actually, the very top, highest point in that rock formation, she actually climbed her way up there. We were watching right. her jumping up these things to get all the way to the top, and then she was just standing there kind of posing up at the top. It was really neat. It was, a, it was, a, it was great. So, uh, again, it has its good points. It has its bad points. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to take the good with the bad and recognize that it's two different things. And right. we saw, you know, the cheetahs pacing around at one point. It's It has its moments. Yeah, see, I, I didn't get any of that. I got, you know, you saw the bongos kind of up close a little bit. But I mean, other right. than that, it was pretty much a dud. Um, I've gotten to the point now where I'm thinking, I, I definitely, if you've never done the night safari, give it a shot. I think it's I think it's worthwhile to try. It's just such a different way to experience it that you really, you know, need to give it a shot just for to, just to try it. But I think maybe at this point in time, the best safari is right around sundown, where it's still bright enough where you don't need those lights and stuff like that, and you can see stuff. And animals seem to be a little bit more, a little bit more active. I did one like much later on in the day; it was like about five o'clock or so. It was really a good safari. So I think if you're a Kilimanjaro safari veteran and you've done it plenty of times, you just want a good ride or whatever, your best bet um, might be. The, you know, right around sundown, wherever, whatever time of the year it is, whatever that is. So that, that would be my, you know, recommendation for that. Yeah, I would agree, and and that's we had that same uh, experience for sure. Now, Dave, uh, yeah. I mentioned um, before just the dearth of things to do at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and one of the bands on my list is this awful, awful. Stormtrooper parade that they count as one of their like seven attractions that they have for this park now. I, I guess you've seen it, right? Where it's just these stormtroopers w- walking out and then walking back away. Um, it really, I, I don't understand why they even bother with it. I mean, it's gotten a little bit better that they how they now well, they actually now stop at one point in time. Well, first of all, the, the first time I saw it, they, they literally just walked out and did a circle around you in front of the great movie ride. Now they actually come out from down Hollywood Boulevard and walk up Hollywood Boulevard towards the great movie ride. And they do stop at one point and kind of interact with kids for like 20 seconds, maybe. Right. And, and then and then move on. It is still one of the stupidest things I've ever yeah. seen yeah. Um, listed as an attraction. 
Um, but I guess they stepped it up a little bit. But I mean, it really is just a complete waste of time. I would agree. I uh, I, I saw it once last time. I have no interest in seeing it again. For sure. <laughs> yeah, really have no interest. Dave, I'm going to give you one more bad. Okay. Um, and then if, and then if you have any bads, we can go from there. But I used <laughs> okay. to love, love, love the waffle sandwich at Sleepy Hollow. Oh in no! You don't love <laughs> love the waffle sandwich anymore? Uh, uh, no, I had it. Um, you know, during this trip, and it was the chicken was dry. It, the waffle was floppy. I mean, it just was not floppy? the same. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a crisp waffle. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was soggy, rubbery. Okay. Um, that sounds upsetting. The, the sauce wasn't as good. They got rid of the. I guess they had arugula on there. It sounded just some sort of uh, like an Asian slaw kind of thing. It's just not the same, and I was completely disappointed. Now I've been told by people, including my, you know my friend Cassie and Howie Berman, that no, you just had a bad bot, you know, a bad one. But I, you know, I don't think I'm ever having it again. To be honest, it was terrible. Is that bad, huh? Yeah, I just didn't. I hated it. I really, I'm, and maybe it comes from the fact that I used to love it so much that I, you know, yeah, was maybe. It, it just such a disappointment to have it yeah. this time. Yeah, but you know, I'd be hard pressed to uh, to have it again. Yeah, but anyway. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I would say my bad. The one thing that stuck out with me again, and I've ranted about this before in the past. I think it was part of my wish list. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do not understand why. They offer at the Animal Kingdom um, some significant entertainment options, including um, the uh, Flights of Wonder, not Flights of Wonder, the Wing Encounters, the Acrobats, the Soccer Meerkats. There is a guy who plays by the Harambe Market who plays this African instrument with an incredibly beautiful voice. Um, It's such a joy to watch him. I mean, he's he's terrific. Uh, But yet, they do not tell you when this stuff is happening. Or you have to happen upon it. You have to happen upon it. And it's very frustrating. Now, I know what Mr. Rody and other people are going to say to me. You know, you want to just sort of happen upon these things. It's part of the deal. When you got a two-year-old who wants to see the acrobats again, um, you know, it's nice to know when you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think sometimes, you know, the, the, the idea of a discovery, you know, I, okay, fine. I get that. But, you know, please, please. I, all, all I want to do is be able to take the kid to see him, you know, to see the acrobats yeah. or to see whatever I want to see. I, I would love to have seen Winged Encounters. Never was there when it happened. Really? Never. It, I, so, I was so always in, I was always in Harambe right? or something like that. And you'd hear him coming. And by the time you get over there, it's done. Right, sure. So I never got a no. chance to show him that, and I thought he would have loved that because because of the the sort of the closeness you get to them. So that oh, sure, sure. I mean, it, it annoyed the heck out of me, and I'm and and I I don't know why they can't do this. If you're listening, Disney, for crying out loud, it takes you have the damn schedule printed in the thing you hand the cast members, so you can go up to a cast member and ask, right, and they'll tell you. But Jesus, I mean, come on! Get, put it, put it in the damn time guides. For crying out loud! And the other thing that uh, was funny—this uh, wasn't really. Uh, actually, I'm going to put this in my ugly 
to begin with because it was really it was really oh, we can go to ugly you yeah start off. it was really pretty funny was uh we were there um on a night where they were having a uh private engagement at harambe mm-hmm. and uh they were closing Harambe off at uh, six forty-five when the when the park closed at seven thirty. But they forgot to tell the band. They forgot to tell everybody who's scheduled to play. So here they are getting people out of Harambe, and up walks Burdika, <laughs> and they start playing because they're paid to play. So I just walked right past. So the, the woman's like, you got to go, you got you to you know, you go this way. I said, no, I came to see the band play. And so did he. And we just kind of parked right in front of her. And eventually she said, just go. Just go in and stand there. And then sooner or later, they had everybody come in. Right. So I, I think there, you know, and people were pissed off because people mm-hmm. heard them playing. They were coming in. At one point during their set, Festival Lion King emptied. <laughs> so here are people trying to get into Harambe. Because mm-hmm. the park, the, the the Kilimanjaro is still open. Sure. And what they were making them do is go up and around, you know, up the Harambe Marketplace, past the Harambe Marketplace, and go that way. Right. Meanwhile, the band's playing. <laughs> so it was just mass hysteria. After a while, they're just like, forget it, let it in. We'll clean the place up later. <laughs> Sounds like a cluster you-know-what. Yeah, it was a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster. Um, the other thing I want to mention about the ugly is... Um, I made the mistake of going to Epcot on a Saturday night um, at like five or six o'clock. Uh, we just wanted something to eat. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I forgot we had this ridiculous festival again. Oh, here we go. Um, I forgot this was still happening. So the festival um, made it so that I couldn't really get anything to eat uh, because there were so many people piled into the to to. Uh, uh, the World Showcase. Um, I couldn't get anything to drink. I just it, it was just it, we we got there, and if you're there with a two year old and you don't want to to drink and you know do that thing, um, you couldn't really do anything else. And that's kind of what we've got to now with these um, festivals. Is you know we just crowd these areas up, and you know they, they, it turns them into bottlenecks, and it's like you know I I said to her it seemed to seemed to be pretty crowded. Um, you know, over at the Magic Kingdom, looking at the times, I said, oh, "Let's just go to the, let's go to Epcot. We can just walk around, get something to eat, you know, relax." Uh-huh. Now, forgot, I forgot about this dopey festival, um, and <laughs> and here we here we were, unable to do anything really. I mean, uh, at all, we had to go back to Future World and get a hot dog or something like that because we couldn't eat anything. I mean, even the stuff like the 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 stand by um, in Germany by the restaurant with the noodles of Grat. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, is what, which is what we went for. Couldn't get to it. I mean, it, the the line was probably you know eighty people long. I mean, it was just it was this out the door. Usually crowded. You like get you hit it in a bad spot. Um, yeah, it was just awful. And the other thing that was bad about it was if you're in Epcot during the week, you have you're walking around uh, the World Showcase with all these you know covered up kiosks. That they're not using because they only do the festival Friday through Monday. Right. So you have these buildings, these eyesore buildings on the World Showcase, um, you know, just making it look ridiculous. So, uh, again, <clears throat> another another festival that I find useless, um, you know. Uh, I, I loved the Festival of Arts. I have to admit. Well, again, you have a different perspective, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I went there 
<clears throat> well, I think I think my different perspective is not what you're thinking. Um, I rope dropped it again with uh, my friend Cassie and her kids, and we just walked around World Showcase. We did the Figment Scavenger Hunt, um, which I absolutely loved. They loved it. I got a great Figment magnet. Um, you know, the foods were. You know, I've had a lot of the different foods. I had the sort of the pork belly BLT that was near the Odyssey restaurant. I had the ribs, you know, much later on by Germany. Um, I really didn't run into any significant lines. The, the, the short rib was a little long, but it wasn't, wasn't terrible. Um, the crowds weren't that bad. I was there, you know, two other times during that weekend, once like on a Friday afternoon. So maybe, you know, maybe it didn't quite get crowded yet. And then again on I guess it was Saturday. I went back Saturday night at night, and it was crowded, but it wasn't crazy. I mean, I was able to get um, for Tipsy Ducks in Love, by the way, by the China Pavilion, which I absolutely adore. I was able to do um, pretty much whatever I wanted. I mean, the you know, with some exceptions. So I guess my weekend was a lot better than yours. That was and, a disaster. Yeah, we had. And I loved the Festival of the Arts. I thought it was. A lot like Flower and Garden, where it was a little understated. It wasn't like over the top. I didn't find a lot of that whole food and wine people, you know, getting sick, getting drunk um, kind of crowd. Certainly not during the day, obviously. But even when I was there the Saturday night, I didn't find the crowd to be that kind of crowd. Um, so I really enjoyed it, and I thought they did. And I like the fact that Figment was there because I, I like Figment, and using him more, I think, is great. Right. So um, I really, really liked it. And I had a great time with it. So I know your experience was a lot different than mine. That was pointless. It's just stupid. It's, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's just it's just it's just a light version of food and wine. They have a few things in there. To try to get people in. The art part, art aspect of it is an afterthought. Nobody's even paying any attention to it. Um, you know the, the the music. I we heard a few minutes of a it's supposed to be Broadway singers yes, and some exactly. songs. I mean, I guess that's fine. I, I don't have any particular problem with that. I don't see why they need to do a festival to do that or what that has to do with art or anything like that. So it's just not that. You know, it, it just again, it just brought brings in a bunch of crowds i wasn't really all that interested in so your uglies what were they uh well i had one of the most awkward safari experiences in my life um i was on a crowd uh, i was on a excuse me a tram a truck with uh, you could tell the the back half of the of the truck did not speak english they were speaking as it turns out russian but i i, I didn't know that at the time and um, I guess they didn't understand don't sit down and the driver whose name escapes me, but even if, uh, even if I remembered up. it, I, I probably wouldn't mention it, um, went ballistic. He was screaming at these people, even after some of the bits, apparently this particular woman that he was really going after didn't speak English, even after her cohorts, you know, told her in Russian to sit down, he continued to berate them. Even after they sat down, he said, "What part of sit down do you not understand?" Oh, so he made it. If, so he made it nice and awkward. Oh, it was so awkward. It was bizarre. He was. I mean, I understand getting up, like yelling. At some point, they don't listen. You got to yell. But to, but after it was all said and done, to continue to berate these people, these these Russian people, <laughs> was just hilarious. It was funny, but also quite awkward. That's hilarious. You know, you know what, Mike? Um, I had a weird one too because uh, I was on where the woman. Um, it was. It was. 
kind of getting into the nighttime one. In fact, I think it, I think this is one of the couple of nighttime safaris he did. And the girl who was the truck driver said, um, you know, try to we're, we're going to try to be quiet. You know, we're going through these areas. It's nighttime. There's some baby animals here. Um, you know, let's try to keep our voices down. I'm going to, you know, try to, you know, if you have any questions, certainly ask them. Uh, but, you know, don't don't yell at the at the animals and, you right. know, you know. And this group in the back of about eight drunk Floridians, um, I guess they just didn't care about that or weren't interested, and they just kept screaming. I mean, they just get, like they were asking her questions, yelling at the top of her lungs, at their lungs. So that was a little funny. But she never got like pissed at them, which I'm I'm sorry she didn't because that sounds like it must have been a lot of fun. <laughs> it was awkward. Cool. I, mean, I would say there was a lot of awkward silence for. You know, a good half a mile on the route. <laughs> nice, nice. What else? Uh, you know, Magic Kingdom's kind of ugly in terms of crowds. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I get tired of the. It's just hard to get around, especially Fantasyland. And then, you know, I was there for extra magic hours, and I found this very bizarre and, and a little ugly. They, the park closed at eight o'clock, so it was obviously a quiet time of the year. Um, but it was extra magic hours. There was two hour extra magic hours at night. Um, and Splash Mountain was not open for extra magic hours. And people were trying to get on it, and they would go up to it. And the people at the at there said, oh, no, it's, it's not part of extra magic hours. You know, And, they, and he actually said... That's hilarious. They, they don't want to pay the staffing for extra magic hours. That's I couldn't what he believe said. he said that to a guest. Oh, manager heard that, he'd be fired. <laughs> it was crazy. That's but a crazy close, thing to say. One of the biggest attractions for extra magic hours... Is ridiculous. I don't know why they do it. First of all, it's the most crowded park mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to get around there nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's so crowded. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, I, you know, it's just, it, it just, I, I found it bizarre that they didn't open it, and I found it bizarre that that they, they were responding like that to people who were who were over there upset that it was closed. Yeah, um, and that, that doesn't make pro- them feel better. Right. So they were probably there, like a you know, middle of the afternoon. Lot long lines for Splash Mountain. They probably said amongst themselves, "Well, wait till extra magic hours. It'll probably right. clear out a little right. bit." And then they stroll up at like eight twenty or whatever it was, oh, and um, told to to turn around. So I thought that was a little ugly. Also ugly at the Magic Kingdom, and this is um, probably stating the obvious. I saw those um, cabanas. Boy, are they ugly. I mean, I wish they would get rid of them. That was. They're absolutely terrible. Have, did you I, see them when you I, were there? I did, and I didn't know what it was at first. <laughs> it took me a second to remember what it was. And it's just so stupid there. I mean, I, I mean, I don't mind the putting a kind of a space in there where you know people want to spend seven hundred dollars for a day for it. Nah, that's, that's fine. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Stop! 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 Don't put seven. Uh, it's not fine, Mike. Everybody pays enough money to get in there. We don't I, need don't, spaces don't taken up by eyesores for $700 cabanas. Well, it's ridiculous. That's what I was getting at. You didn't let yeah, me yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if they, like, one of the things I heard was, you know, taking space above cosmic rays um, and putting things up there, like, like another floor up there. Yeah, that's fine. Or, or, you know, maybe in the apartments above Main Street, USA. As long as it's not, if people, to create an eyesore so that you can get, you know, a couple of dopes to spend seven hundred dollars a day, and just make this cash cow. First of all, I I never saw anybody in any of them, so I'm not sure how popular. No, they me are. neither. No. And I know they're offering big discounts on them periodically recently, 
But, um, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it if it's out of the way, it's not interfering with other people's days, it's not an eyesore, that's fine. But when they do this, or when they close, for example, Harambe at 6.30 instead of, you know, when everybody else, you know, at 7.30 when the park closes. I hate that. I and they're intruding that. on people who have spent their 100, yep. 105, 95, whatever yep. um, day. That, that's what I have the problem with, and yep. they need to get rid of these things. They're terrible. Anything else in the ugly? My Disney experience, Dave. I, uh, we, I, had, uh, I mean, again, okay. I, I, and I, I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Please, Mike, make this well, one short. I mean, we, we, again, there's only so much you and I can talk about this. It stinks. I, I, I stayed one night at the French Quarter to start off with. And I should have known that this was going to be a problem because our father, whose name is also Michael McBride, oh, God. Here we go sent me an this. email the day before I left saying, I think this is yours. And it was just sort of the email, like, you know, whatever. Confirming the day or here you can check in. And of course, I go there and they again confuse me with uh, our father. And I spent like 20 minutes, you know, everybody else is checking in in five seconds. And I'm there for like half an hour as they're trying to get my magic band onto that reservation. They reboot everything. It was like a disaster. Crazy. Now, fortunately, that was the only problem I had. But again, again, it stinks. The experience is a problem. It can't comprehend that I have the same name as my father. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy because you don't have anything else that's the same. You don't have the same address. You don't have the same nope. phone number. You don't have nope. the same anything. You don't have the same credit card information. Nothing. So, Nothing's so the same. how come you don't just get any kind of other random person named Michael McBride, which are not neither two of the neither of those things are very rare names. You so, know, it's, it's so bizarre. And anyway, so I, I bitched about it on Twitter. Yeah, as I'm lone, you know, as I'm loves to do. Um, and WD, the official Disney account, actually DM'd me back and said, well, you know, maybe you should think about changing your name on the thing to Safari Michael McBride. <laughs> maybe they <laughs> like, should just learn how to oh make a computer God. program more. I mean, really. Really. That's, anyway, so that was cool. <laughs> that's my ugly. <laughs> And finally, let's go on to the new. Now, Mike, we're kind of running long here, so let's let's try to keep this as quick as we can. Um, I sure. I just want to give you a couple of my news because you sure, alluded you alluded to them earlier. Um, my, the toy that my uh, son received or wanted that uh, Mike <laughs> mentioned was in fact an Olaf. Um, <laughs> He has apparently been introduced to um, Let It Go at school. Um, he knew the character going in, so he must have seen something effective of that. I don't know how. Uh, he does spend a couple of days, a few hours a week, and not much. He only spends two days a week in, in daycare, but he does do it. Um, and he seems to come home with something new all the time. And uh, he knew this. And not only did he get an Olaf. Uh-oh. Not only did I go on the Frozen, whatever it's called, ride for the first time. Frozen something. You did. You went on Frozen Ever After. Frozen Ever After. I watched oh my about God. 40 minutes. I mean, I don't know how long the movie is, but I, I would say roughly half of Frozen on television oh in God. the hotel room. Because it happened, to be, it happened to be on, on the... Hotel <laughs> Channel. We were at, staying at a SeaWorld hotel, a ho- the hotel that is connected to SeaWorld, uh, right across the street from the park. Um, 
they had a channel that they said was SeaWorld. I turned it on to say, hey, let's see what's happening at SeaWorld. Now, we never went to SeaWorld. Um, <laughs> and I don't think any, from looking at the parking lot, I think nobody else does either. But um, we, we uh, on this channel, was Frozen. How bizarre that was. Yeah, it was very weird. So he, I mean, it's he, not like you're watching Disney Channel. You're watching No, we're Channel watching SeaWorld. Exactly. And they, had, they were just showing the movie Frozen. And so I watched from the beginning of it, um, and I, I, I would say, I mean, it, it, Mike, are you familiar enough with the story of the movie? Oh, sure. I've seen a okay, so sure. I, I saw, I think the beginning. Uh, yes, yes, when they're kids. Little, in the, little yes, yes, yes. I saw that. Okay. Um, then the next scene I saw, uh, I, I didn't pick it up again until um, the ice girl. Um, Yes. Had, was was forced out of her castle or something and into the woods. Okay. And I saw from that scene up until when she tries to kill her sister, which was very nice, with a giant ice monster. Um, and that was the last thing I saw. So I saw a lot of... I saw the let it go scene. I saw the scene with Olaf singing about... Uh, Summer. Yeah, I saw that. Um mm-hmm. Ice and and um and and did the Frozen Ever After ride and I'll 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 be honest with you um the movie was maybe uh, I, again I haven't seen the whole thing yet I've only right. seen I've only seen portion of it um it does that Broadway thing where they sing the dialogue to each other that's a new thing that I think they do in Hamilton now too um it's like, it's like all the rage now where it's not just a song that breaks out after dialogue they're like singing right, the right. dialogue to each other and that's annoying as all hell and I I don't I don't like that at all. Um, so that's a real turn off in the film. Um, I, I, the animation, I also am not a big fan of in the film. Um, I don't think it's all that great. Uh, I guess the music is good if you like that kind of thing. Uh, it's exactly okay. it's exactly what I thought it would be. It was just sort of an underwhelming, you know, animated film. He likes right. Ol- he likes Olaf and he likes Sven too. Uh, so he. Well, what did you think of the ride? Um, if. I, I had a fast pass for it. I waited ten minutes on the fast pass line. We rode it. Mm-hmm. It was perfectly nice. Okay. It's a perfectly fine ride. Um, the animatronics are a little cheap because they use projection on the faces rather than actually making well, an animatronic that I mean, works. The, like the Olaf one is pretty pretty good. Yep, that one's good. But for the for the for the uh, Anna the and uh, Anna and Elsa, um, right. yeah, and for whatever the guys' names are, and I don't know. Um, they they use projections on them, and I, I think that makes it look look awkward and and look um, rushed, cheap. Look doesn't doesn't look as good as an actual. Um, you can tell it's a projection. I mean, you can tell you're looking at oh, a, sure. a, a body a and then a, a a filmed face. Um, and I'm also not a big fan of that ride. The the dead space. Yes. Like when you're leaving, like Elsa singing right. Let It Go, there's just like basically walls. Right, just walls. And, and none like... of the scenery is very overwhelming. Um, it's certainly not to the level of like the scenery put in Under the Sea. At, right. You know, it doesn't come anywhere near that. Um, it looks like a rushed ride. And it's, you know, it's. It's fine if you just want to go on a little boat ride, which to me it's like you know if I if I could just walk on it like I do the three caballeros, I I would do that. Sure, but I would. I mean, I feel terrible for people waiting in the lines that they're waiting in to see such a ride. It's just really not any good for that. And I mean, it's not anywhere worth that. Again, there must have a lot of 
disappointed people coming off that ride after waiting two hours. Well, I mean, kids are still in love with El- Anna and Elsa, so uh, who knows? But I mean, yeah, it's it's not yeah. worth more than 15 minutes in my mind. Anyway, the new for you. All right, I'll go through these real quick, Dave. Disney Springs I had a couple of news. I tried uh, the, the uh, Coke store for the first time. Yes, uh, that's, that's too. Drink, that was cool. Drug. Yep. Um, I did enjoy it. Upstairs, they have like a nice yep. Coke bar. That was have neat. you ever been up there? Yep. I had the flight. We had the combined flight with, uh, uh, you know, just the drinks from around the world as well as the uh, ice cream one. It was, it was actually a lot of fun. I like it up there. I, yeah, it's you know, fine. I think people should go up there. And also, I, I did Splitsville for the first time. We sat and watched um, a football game. Uh, the uh, Packers get annihilated by the Falcons. That was annoying. Um, you know, a few of us, including several Packer fans, um, watched went to Splitsville. But I will say it's nice in there. Um, there's bowling going on around you, but I mean, it's like good, it's like good bar food. I mean, it's not gourmet by any way it means, but it's, bar food. yeah, but it's good bar food. It's not like crappy bar food. So I liked it and I would, I would recommend it. But let's talk a little bit of new from Disney's Animal Kingdom to, to sort of end this off with. Um, I saw the lion-tailed macaques for the first time, which I assume you did as well. Um, yeah. And I like the exhibit. I like what they did there. It definitely adds a adds an element, I think, to the Maharaja Jungle Trek. A lot more interesting than just a pond of a couple of ducks. I agree. Yep. Um, so I think they did a nice job with the exhibit itself too. So um, and it's also uh, it's a male with uh, three females. So maybe there'll be some baby macaques down That'd the road. Be cool. Right. At least that's what they're hoping for. Um, and and it was um, you know it was nicely done. So I, I would say thumbs up to that. Um, you know, also in that vein, there were some babies. There's baby Stella. There was the baby yeah. otters. I saw both of them. You know, those are always fun to watch. Um, I saw it all started with a mouse. And I don't even know, Dave, if you know what that is. No. And I imagine most of the listeners don't. It is, <clears throat> and this is actually, oddly enough, Dave, on the Times Guide, as opposed to some of the other things that um, we were talking about before. It is a uh, stage show on Rafiki's Planet Watch that sort of has your basic animals. Like I've seen the, it. Uh, there's a pig. There is yes, uh, I've seen a it. porcupine, a possum, uh, whatever. But they mix it in with clips of Walt Disney yep. himself talking about conservation. Yep. It was kind of... It's cute. Uh, yeah, I guess it's kind don't, of... Don't go out of your way to see it. If you happen to be no. there when they're doing it, you can you can certainly sit yeah, down and see it. It's a little ho-hum. There wasn't really... Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, certainly wasn't. Why that's on the Times Guide and the well, you know, Arambi Acrobats are not, or who Winged knows? Encounters is not, who knows? is beyond me. It's crazy. But um, I did see it. I made it a point to go out there and check it out. Um, I also noticed, Dave... That um, I saw a keeper, I guess for lack of a better term, with a with, or a handler or however you want to walking around with a snake for kids to touch uh, at the oasis. And this, I believe, is part of this new um, sort of objective here, bringing in that company that we talked right. about in our last news show. Um, and this is one of the um, animals that they brought out was a was a uh, boa. I saw somewhere else a bearded dragon lizard was brought out too. That's what I saw. Um, oh, you did see that? Okay, yes. Good. <clears throat> so it's just a few minutes. You, you know, kids get a chance to maybe you know put their finger on the on the reptile. Um, but it is one of the things that they've done, and I've heard um, that they're going to be testing shortly. And this is a little bit news as opposed to new. 
um, a new like sort of bird demonstration in Dino Land. I don't know if you heard about that, Dave. But no. again, it's this company, and I don't get the point of another bird show. I mean, we already have two. What could this bird demonstration really do that others have not? Well, let's um, see. Let's see. I'm all, I guess, I'm, but what I'm, could I'm all, possibly do? I'm all for new uh, animal encounters, so let's see. Let's give it a shot. I'm not. It's a little not, much with the birds, though. I mean, let's, well, let's see. Can we try let's something see. else? Let's see. All right. Let's see. Well, let's I guess we will find out. They're testing it in yep. Dino Land soon, but I didn't rather enjoy. Uh, I thought it was a nice idea to bring these animals out, as long as it's brief and you don't stress the animals out too much. And where I saw it was kind of in that little offshoot of the oasis, kind of where you, it's hard to. I mean, you could easily yes. walk by it and never see it. So they, the, the the person wasn't really overwhelmed with uh, guests, um, you know, trying to grab at the snake. And, and there was a couple of people standing around the woman who was holding the snake, kind of helping make sure there was not, you know, sort of a stampede, I guess. So uh, it, it seemed nice. I don't know what your experience was with the bearded dragon, but I thought it was a nice it job. It was fine. It was just somebody holding an animal. I mean, you, just, you, yeah. you, you come talk to them. It's nothing, nothing. It's, it's, it's what we want. It's nothing right. crazy. It's, it's fine. Right. The last thing, Dave, I'll talk about is I had the breakfast at Sanaa. So um, I had, it was eggs and like these Tanzanian hash browns. It was basically just hash browns with a little bit of kind of African spice to it. Um, and bacon, which was whatever. Um, it, it, it's down at Sanaa, obviously, and you go and you order at a counter and they give you sort of this plastic animal with a number painted on it. And you go sit at the table if you want to eat there and they'll bring it out to you. Much like, you know, some of these new places do where you order at a counter and they'll bring you the food. Um, you can also get it to go as well. But it was very quiet. I mean, there was only a couple of other tables uh, there. I thought the food was actually pretty good. Um, it was obviously fresh eggs, not your you know your buffet type of right. powdered eggs. Um, the hash browns were pretty good, um, and you know you get to sit at Sanaa and like look out of the savannah because there was plenty of space at the tables um, overlooking the savannah. So I you know I thought it was I thought it was quite nice and a nice addition to the Animal Kingdom Lodge food. Price wise, uh, typical breakfast that you would uh, I think I paid. Oh, I don't even remember what it was, but it, it wasn't cheap by any means. But it would be your typical counter service type of, you know, eggs and bacon kind of meal, whatever that is. Was it twelve bucks, thirteen? But whatever it is, I don't even know. Uh, more the counter and, service price than a sit down price. Correct. Yeah, it was more a counter servicey price than sit down. Absolutely. Well, that's good. Yeah. Now, absolutely. now, uh, I guess is, is that it for your trip report? That's it, Dave. Okay. One thing we wanted to mention before we uh, let you go, folks, is um, WDWNT, um, Walt Disney World News Today, is a website that reported a picture of, uh, Mike wanted to make sure we mentioned this, reported a, uh, uh, published a picture of what we believe is the ride vehicle for the new e-ticket attraction coming to Pandora, the uh, Banshee that you're actually right. going to ride on. Um, you can go over and look at it. It's very grainy, very difficult to see. It's obviously in the dark. Um, the only thing you can really make out from it is that you're kind of straddling what looks like an overgrown carousel animal or something like that. You know, it's a, you're, you're, you're sitting on... There's two people on this one sitting mm -hmm. on the back of this animal um, that must look... So you can't tell whether or not it's moving. I, we, we assume it's going to... Um, but well, they said it would. They said it would, but it's just just a still photo. Well, that's um, 
Yeah, so there's not a whole lot you can take out of that, Mike, other than, um, you know, the size is there's only going to be a couple people on it. It's not yep. going to be big. It's not going to have seats that you sit in. Uh, you must be strapped in somehow. I don't know how that would be, but you must be somehow. I think it's similar to a carousel, although if they're going to put you up in the air. Uh, it wouldn't be similar to a carousel if they did yeah, that. No, it's going to have to be. have something a little more intense than that. But um, yeah. this, this, we don't know what this is. We don't know what the picture is. Is it a test? Is it just, you know, two guys you know, trying uh, an idea out. We don't know. We don't know what it is. Um, well, you would have to think, though, Dave, at this point in time, the they have the ride vehicle. I mean, if they're planning on opening in, in May or June, I mean, they would have to have the ride vehicle ready. Sure, but we don't know if that's the ride vehicle that they went with. We don't know anything about the picture yeah, other I than this is what true. they said. I mean, so right. we can assume it's right, but we don't know for sure. Um, it looks like it's just, again, it's going to be only two people per vehicle, which means this is going to be slow loader. Right. Um, uh, which we kind of knew anyway. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it, 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 it's a, they're delivering on what they said was going to happen. That's what we're getting there. And that's really the only information we can take out of it, right, Mike? I mean, there's really nothing else to it. No, I mean, it was interesting. It looks legit. Um, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I guess. I mean, there's I mean, no I, way to know. If you, if you go by what the description is that we've heard in the past as to what the ride's going to be, I. It, I would imagine it's going to have to be something like that. I mean, keep talking about how you're going to be able to feel the banshee breathing underneath you. I mean, right. So it's going to have to be an animatronic in itself. I would, I would think, I would think, or, or something along those lines. So um, it's interesting. It's an interesting picture, yeah. but I mean, until we know more, it's not much more than interesting. Yeah, and the other piece of information I wanted to give you is I have started Disney's Animal Kingdom on Instagram. Um, actually, <laughs> if you can believe it or not. The the um, the name Disney's Animal Kingdom was not taken on Instagram, so it is now, and it is our official <laughs> Instagram site. I'm going to start posting. I used to do a lot. Of, I have a ton of photos. We used to do a, a photo blog back in the days when I had time to blog. Uh, it's much easier to do things on Instagram and post it up. It's also free for us, which is nice. Um, so if you are an Instagrammer, go to that, like us or whatever you do there. I don't know. Follow us, I guess is what they you call follow. it. Yes, um, if you are interested in Twitter, you find Mike over there at Jombo Everyone. He's certainly the one that you're going to want to follow if you're a Twitterer. Um, I am at I Radio Instagram Harambe. as well, Safari Mike. Yep, so. yep, and I am at Radio Harambe, though hardly ever look at it. Um, if you have any questions or comments about the show, feel free to email, email us at jomboeveryone at gmail.com. Uh, certainly go to our website, jomboeveryone.com, to find all that information out. Mike, is there anything I'm missing? Nope. All right. So thanks again for Safari Mike. I'm Dave McBride, Quaharini. Go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, who do you